Ah, uh, good morning. It's 9.09, almost 9.09 and a half to be exact. It's a Friday, June 9th. That's right. Fifty-five degrees outside our studios here this morning on Columbus Road. Let's see, what are we headed up to? Does it say? I think 77 is going to be our high today. Not nearly as warm as we've seen recently. Don Holbert's here, I'm here, and uh, good morning to everyone. Uh, let's see, 69.4 degrees inside our studio. <laughs> I'll, is your mic on? No, I see what's wrong. Okay, do it again. What? Feels good. Feels good. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, good morning, folks. Um, you know, yesterday we're, we did a free-for-all as well, kind of unexpectedly. But we're going to rebook that show to talk about Athens County Job and Family Services, or the Ohio Means Jobs Program. That's right. It. That's what it is. Um, coming up this this next week, uh, Monday we'll have a free for all. Tuesday, Debbie Schmiedling is going to be on the air, and um, I think even maybe the state director of the League of Women Voters is going to be on the air with us. I'm not, I'm not perfectly sure about that. But anyway, um, Athens County League of Women Voters. And there's, a, you know, uh, first of all, we have this kind of unusual August primary. Mm-hmm. And second, there are some things that uh, um, I guess the League of Women Voters are concerned about. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about it all on Tuesday. Next Wednesday, my sister's place will be our topic. Kelly Madwell is the director of that. And then on Thursday of next week, six days from now, it's our monthly report from the mayor of Athens, Steve Patterson. All right. But today, a free-for-all. And uh, as I said, Don here to help us out. So that's uh, as we typically do first. Uh, we go over historical events that happen on this state. And um, in the year 68, <laughs> I was in the class of 67. But they're talking about not 1967. They're talking about, ni- about the just plain year 68. All right. Roman Emperor Nero commits suicide, imploring his secretary, who, um, let's see if I can pronounce this, Vapafroditos, something like that, to slit his throat. Why? To evade a Senate-imposed death by flogging. Wow. Nero committed suicide on this date in the year 68 but he was going to be killed the next day through by another means. All right, let's see. In the year 721, Odo of um, Aquitaine, Aquitaine, I think it is, <coughs> excuse me, defeats a Umayyad 
Muslim army at the Battle of Toulouse. Jumping ahead another 800 years, in the year 1549, the Book of Common Prayer is adopted by the Church of England. In 1851, I'm sorry, 1815 on this date, end of the Congress of Vienna, new European political situation is set. The year 1856, on this very date of June 9th, 500 Mormons leave Iowa City, Iowa, and head west for Salt Lake City, in Utah, of course, carrying all their possessions in two-wheeled handcarts. Hmm. Let's see. So, Iowa City, Iowa, to Salt Lake City. Well, we haven't put you to work too much, Don. Why don't you see how many miles that was? Um, but in two-wheel handcarts. All right. Um, now we'd skip ahead another 120 years to the year 1977. The Silver Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain celebrated with fireworks. Silver Jubilee. That'd be the 50th? I think so. 2019, the next event, just not too long ago, over one million people protest in Hong Kong over proposed new extradition laws to China in one of the largest ever protests in that city of Hong Kong. Any luck? Yeah, it says uh, from Iowa City to Salt Lake City is about 1,178.6 miles. Wow. 1,079. I'm going to round it off. Yeah. On foot with two-wheeled handcarts. The Mormons. All right. Um, let me see here. There was another thing I thought I might ask you about. Oh, the Silver Jubilee. Am I correct that a silver anniversary is 50th? Or what? What? Um, twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. Okay, I didn't. I was thinking Queen Elizabeth, nineteen seventy-seven. Mercy, she'd be. I don't know what age if it were the fiftieth. So I started to question myself. Yeah, go, yeah. Golden Jubilee is fifty. Okay, silver twenty-five. All right, famous birthdays. Uh, Cole Porter. Yeah, great music. He was born in 1891 on this very date. Died in 1964. Can you hit us with a couple highlights of his stuff? He was an American composer and songwriter. Many of his songs became standards noted for their witty urban lyrics, and many of his scores found success on Broadway and in film. And some of his musicals include 50 Million Frenchmen, Dewberry Was a Lady, Anything Goes, Can Can, and Silk Stockings. Yeah. I've had the opportunity to uh, play for some of those shows. Um, not in their original version, of course, but, uh, you know, in high school and college. <laughs> 
Okay, Michael J. Fox celebrating a birthday today. And um, my copy is faded out. I can't tell which birthday it is. I need 62nd. 62nd, okay. I need to get a new uh, ink cartridge in <laughs> my uh, printer. But I've said that for a few days now. Okay, so Michael J. Fox, a birthday today. In 72nd, did you say? 62nd. 62nd, okay. All right, George Stevenson. And uh, that's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N. Who was born on this date in 1781. He passed in 1848. Mr. Stevenson. What do we have? He was a British civil engineer and mechanical engineer during the Industrial Revolution. Renowned as the father of railways, Stevenson was considered by the Victorians as a great example of diligent application and thirst for improvement. His chosen rail gauge, sometimes called Stevenson gauge, was the basis for the four and a half, four feet eight and a half inches standard gauge used by most of the world's railways. I have forgotten about all of that. Um, that's right. There was a day when railroad wheels were at different widths, and it kind of depended on which company you were with. But they finally came up with a standard, and the, the measurement was four feet... Four feet, eight and a half inches. Okay. And is that the inside or the outside? Must be the inside. Oh, because inside. the way the wheels... Say it didn't say, but I would assume inside. Yeah. Do it one more time. Four feet... Four feet, eight and a half inches. Okay. Well, when I next go past a railroad crossing, and I'm going to... Take a moment and measure. <laughs> I'm just curious. Just to confirm it, I guess. Okay, the last of our famous birthdays, and I've heard this name many times, but for the life of me, I can't remember the background. Peter the Great. Um, on your copy, you might have a darker copy than I do. Is it 1672 he was born? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and how long did he live? Mine is completely faded out there. Died, at, died in 1725. Okay. So he was 52 when he died. Yeah. Peter the Great. What do we have? He was the Tsar of all Russia from 1682 and the first Emperor of all Russia from 1721 until his death in 1725. He is primarily credited with the modernization of the country, transforming it into a major European power. Hmm. Russia. All right. Uh, two famous deaths uh, noted today. First of all, and I swear we just had this one. Maybe it was as a birth or something, but... Um, Nero, uh, in um, 37 A.D. to 63... 68. Is that an 8? Okay. Yeah, because this was the one where he uh, committed suicide right. at the beginning of our uh, Today in History. All right. Well, anyway, Nero. And the other one is that of James Brooke, born in, in um, let's see, 1803 and died in 1868. 
Who was Mr. Brooke? He was a British soldier and adventurer who founded the Raj of Sarawak in Borneo, and he ruled as the first white Raja of Sarawak until 1841, until his death in 1868. Hmm. Okay, I'm just looking at another blurb here. And it says, June 9th, the lost love of cheating Henry. That sounds a little weird. It says, the mistress of French King Henry IV was beautiful, intelligent, and pregnant. He wanted her by his side in place of his childless queen. Oh, I see. But they go on to say, fate stepped in. Okay, that's enough of a teaser. I want to know a little bit more. What happened to Henry IV, French king? I'm looking. Okay. We can come back to it. Let's see. Are these other things anything I need to do? No, I guess we can pass those by. Well, okay. So as I get it, based upon what I read so far, Henry the Fourth was married, mm-hmm. but he had a mistress, and his wife, for whatever reason, had not had any children. But his mistress was expecting, and he wanted her to accompany him um, in public. He, he wanted to legitimize her sons as heirs to the throne. I see. But uh, where his wife, which was uh, Queen Margot, I think that's, or King Margaret of France, uh, I don't know. Uh, it says that she at first was happy to accept uh, her at, at the mistress as her, as, as her husband's mistress, but marriage was another thing altogether, and she uh, opposed the idea of agreeing to a divorce. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we've clobbered that enough. Unless you've been, um, or rather, let me start this over. Um, it would be pretty hard to escape uh, knowing this this morning, I think. But Donald Trump has been indicted again. Uh, But this is the first time a president, former or current, has uh, been charged with a federal crime. The charges stem from an investigation into Trump handling of classified documents that he kept after he left the White House. Federal officials tried to get those documents back, and Trump is accused of resisting their efforts and trying to keep the files for himself. It goes on, Trump faces at least seven criminal counts. They include willfully retaining national defense secrets in violation of the Espionage Act, making false statements in conspiracy to obstruct justice. 
And the Justice Department has now confirmed or announced the charges. Um, it is not unusual for federal officials to misplace or accidentally hold on to classified documents. And such files were found in the homes of President Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence. What is unusual in Trump's case are his apparent efforts to keep the documents as federal officials asked him to return them. Trump described the charges and investigation as part of a political witch hunt. I'm an innocent man, he said in a video last night. I'm an innocent person. Well, the charges go back to January of 2021 when Trump left office and some documents were packed in boxes shipped from the White House to his Florida home, Mar-a-Lago, right? The National Archives, which keeps presidential records, tried for much of the following year to get back the documents, which, which were considered government property. In January of last year, 2022, Trump turned over 15 boxes of material after his lawyers claimed he was a, it, um, claimed was a diligent search. But Trump did not turn over everything in his possession. In August, an FBI search at Mar-a-Lago turned up more than 100 classified documents. In a court filing, the Justice Department noted that in just hours of searching, the FBI recovered twice as many documents with classification markings. Twice as many, they're talking about as what these 15 boxes he returned were. Casting doubt on how much he cooperated with the government's pursuit of the records. Well, since then, the Justice Department has been investigating the extent to which Trump tried to hide the documents, even after the government served him with a subpoena to return them. Well, Trump has argued that he was allowed to keep the files because he declassified them before taking them home. But officials appear to have a recording of Trump discussing a sensitive military document and acknowledging that it was not declassified. Investigators have also interviewed Mar-a-Lago staff and reviewed security camera footage to build their case. Well, beyond that, we know relatively little about what information the documents contain. Uh, one more thing here. There is another important detail. Jack Smith, the special counsel overseeing the case, secured an indictment against Trump in Miami, not Washington. Florida, a state that Trump won twice, could provide a jury that is friendlier to him than a Democratic stronghold, such as would take place up in Washington.
Well, I think that uh, the former president, Donald Trump, will be arraigned down in Miami perhaps Tuesday of next week. At which point, prosecutors will probably release a lot more details of the charges. In the meantime, Trump's campaign is already fundraising off the indictment. The charges do not prevent him from running for president. He might not be tried or convicted before the 2024 election, but he could campaign and even get try to govern from prison, according to legal experts. Weird. Well, in a week in which three other Republicans, that is Mike Pence, Chris Christie, and Doug Burgum, declared their candidacies, the indictment of Trump guarantees he will completely dominate the political conversation. All right. Let's see here. Oh, I'm, here's a little bit of an odd statement. It says Trump's standing in the Republican primary actually improved after he was charged this year in New York for a scheme to cover up potential sex scandals in his 2016 run for president. And the trial for that case is scheduled also for next year, 2024. Let's see here. Representative Jim Jordan, an Ohio Republican and longtime Trump ally, tweeted last night, God bless President Trump. And um, I guess another quote from him that occurred yesterday, sad day for America. Well, if that's not enough, Mr. Trump faces two more criminal investigations. Another federal inquiry led by Smith <coughs> excuse me, is examining Trump's attempts to overturn the 2020 election and his role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. And, as we've mentioned before, a prosecutor in Georgia investigating Trump's um, election interference in that state. Charges could come from those investigations in the coming weeks, perhaps months. All right. Well, let's see. Um, I've developed a new habit. And... Um, I don't know, I've been doing this for a month or so. And that is sitting out on my side deck until it gets dark. And sometimes even a little beyond that because I've got a nice kerosene lamp out there, you know? Yeah. The old-fashioned kind <laughs> that had a wick and all. Anyway, um, 
And you know, I go through emails because I get generally about 300 a day. And of course, 95% of them are nothing. But mixed in are 5% that I gotta take care of. Exactly. Anyway, um, or, or looking at text messages and things like that. Just cleaning up this tech world, right? Um, now, why did I start this? Oh, I know. So, you know, yesterday I received an alert on my phone from Athens County uh, talking about the um, air conditions and the fact that um, the Canadian smoke and all of that. And it said it would expire at 1 a.m. Well, then we got a notice mid-evening extending that. Although I don't remember the exact time or date or anything. But mercy, you know, um, I'm... <laughs> Sniffing around, you know, do I smell anything different? <laughs> and, you know, it basically, I think some neighbors had a campfire going. We often do in our neighborhood, myself included. So it, it didn't seem unusual to me at all. Is there a certain haze in the air? Um certain times of the day it looks like there might be but it's not awful in fact i'm looking out the window here in our studio right now and it looks pretty clear but when you look at the country as a whole um there are places that are really um experiencing something weird and um, I saw some pictures that showed people sitting on a park bench with masks and the whole panorama. That was the perfect word. The whole panorama <laughs> was orange. Well, we do see where smoky conditions from Canada the Canadian wildfire, wildfires are easing. And, um, but there are many places that have had it far worse than, than down here. All right. So just uh, be alert. See what else do we have here? Okay, Alabama has redrawn its congressional map and the Supreme Court has reviewed that map and said, no, this is not good. And the reason behind it, they say it has diluted the power of black voters in Alabama. Um, 
Let's see here, another item. By the way, the vote on that was five to four. Opposing this uh, redrawing of the congressional map down in Alabama. Okay, let's see. In another case, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled that a dog toy resembling a Jack Daniels bottle, that's booze, right? Yes. Whiskey. Was not protected by the First Amendment from lawsuits. Yeah, I saw this. I thought this was kind of funny. A dog toy is presented in front of the Supreme Court. Yes. And what was the nature of the case? Are, are, it was our dog owners saying they sh they shouldn't expose their dogs to a whiskey <laughs> bottle or whatever it, it is. It was more of a inf infringement <clears throat> on the uh, trademark of it or how it oh. looks, and the the dog toy company were trying to say that it's like a parody, so it should be under fair use law, stuff like that. But I guess the Supreme Court. Uh, Voted against them. So it was the the booze company that was objecting. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Doesn't our court have bigger issues to, to <laughs> yeah. grapple with? Okay. I wonder what, you know, what's the public opinion on such a thing? I mean, my opinion is that... It's a dog toy. Yeah, it's a dog toy. Like, go. like, like, no one's gonna walk up to this and be like, you know, walk up to it and be like, "Oh, sweet, Jack Daniels." And then, like, they they're gonna feel how like soft it is. I'm because I'm sure oh, it's yeah. one of them. Like, it's not glass. Yeah, like, oh, it's a dog toy. And then, I don't know how you're gonna lose sales over that. But and and isn't it more of a compliment to that booze company, right? I don't know. I'm just, I think it's odd that it takes up the time of our highest court of the land. Um, let's see here. We've mentioned earlier in the week, I think, that uh, Kirsten, um, that's a city. Um, it's, let's see, is that, that's in the Ukraine, right? Kirsten? K-H-E-R-S-O-N. Just double-check me. I don't want to speak wrong. But Kirsten, you know, they had that um, flooding there. That dam was um, damaged, and then a rush of water, and um, a lot of people are trying to evacuate from that effort. It is in yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, it is in Ukraine. Okay, thank you. Um. As we understand it, Russia has now shelled that area more, which is obstructing evacuation efforts. That's too bad. Um, let's see, I think we've had a blurb about this before, but just in case, we'll mention it again. Another big story is that China is planning to build a facility in Cuba that American officials worry could spy on the United States. 
cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, let's see here. Pat Robertson, who built an empire on his evangelism and turned Christian conservatives into powerful constituency, Pat Robertson has died, 93 years of age. I guess an eating disorder support group replaced its helpline with some sort of auto, auto artificial intelligence. There, I got it out. Tool. And now they've taken the bot offline after it began offering weight loss advice. This whole AI thing, artificial intelligence, I keep mentioning this because it keeps making the news, but it is boggling to me, mind-boggling, I mean. I understand that 60 Minutes, which is, what, CBS, right? On uh, Sunday nights, they do an hour-long show with, like, three segments. 60 Minutes did a recent show, like within the last two or three weeks, on AI, artificial intelligence. And it has gotten so many reviews, positive, that people should watch this. And it is on my to-do list. I haven't done it yet. But, you know, you can go onto the internet in Google, 60 minutes in AI and probably watch the um, the um, the television section right the um, recording of it so I hope to do that soon oh I guess there's a, a big um, op um, what would you call it op-ed piece in the New York Times today about uh, Leaving artificial intelligence in the hands of tech giants will bring a political and economic oppression. Two of their editors have uh, written this piece. Okay. It's already kind of taken over one social media. Which is it? I have Snapchat, and they have their own like AI thing that you can talk to that's just titled My AI. And it, they, and unless you actually pay for like Snapchat Plus or whatever, you can't get rid of it. I mean, you can just not talk to it, which what some people do. But Have you participated? I've done it a little bit just to make my girlfriend mad. Okay, and how's it? Does it sound like a human? No, it's just texting. So oh, it's it, texting. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just so it. And as soon as you say something, like two, literally two seconds later, it'll have like a long little like paragraph of what its response would be like like advice and stuff like that later in the day show me would you okay okay i i it's so much i don't understand but you know i understand that these robots or bots or whatever you call them um also have the ability to speak aloud okay so what am i worried about 
Um, you know, our computers here had the titles of the artists and the song name and all that sort of thing. Would it be possible that we would have robotic DJs, disc jockeys? More than likely. Yeah, but what an awful thing. Oh, I know, but I'm... I mean, I just... You know, we got Rodney, we got D, um, JJ, we got Liz, we've got Carl, you, Carl. Carl, all these different people with your own, each with your own personality. And um, I guess bots could have different personalities too, but oh well. I'm sure going to try to keep a live staff as long as possible. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite things about like the new AI stuff, like I, like I'm, I'll admit, I'm still I'm not a real huge fan of it, but there is some of it that I do kind of like, like videos on social media that I like that are, uh, it's like AI of like Trump, Biden, Obama, and just someone else. Sometimes George Bush, sometimes Bill Clinton. And it's them, like, playing video games and arguing with each other that I think is kind of funny. <laughs> them just, like, talking bad to each other about <laughs> about huh. how they're doing in the game. It's kind of funny. <laughs> wow. We couldn't play them on the air because they do cuss a little. They do swear a lot. But <laughs> I do think, but I kind of, I find them real funny. <laughs> because you know that that would never happen. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, a couple one-liners that uh, might be of interest. New York City. Did you know there are a half a million feral cats in New York City? I can believe that. I didn't know that, but I, I, I can definitely believe that. Wow. Um... Let's see here. They have some sort of, um, I guess there's um, some weird thing taking place where people are putting out a beige flag. Just a little display flag. I think I've heard about this, but I'm not 100% and sure. And what it's it supposed to mean, as I understand it, um that your partner's weird behaviors may not be bad, but they aren't good either. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have heard. Yeah, I know what these are now. Well, <laughs> I'm. this is new to me. Yeah, I've seen these on social media. Really? Yeah. Mainly videos on TikTok that I've seen. Okay. So it's like... I, I, yeah, I yeah just, it, it'll be like a girl saying, my boyfriend's beige flag is... And it'll be like... I don't know. That's weird. He yells at video games when he's angry or something like that. <laughs> this is the only time he ever gets angry is at video games. <laughs> I guess there's some sort of new thing taking place where people are taking baths in their backyard, outside. Uh, okay. Completely naked? Uh, or I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. I was just going to say, they shouldn't, they better be in at least like swimwear or something. Yeah. Or else they're going to get indecent exposure charges. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, another report of a passing of someone, James Wyatt. He was uh, Ronald Reagan's interior secretary. Okay. And um, he was um, who was proposing a lot of interesting ideas, um, which caused debate over use of public lands. Well, anyway, he died in the last uh, 24 hours, I guess, and he was 85 years of age. Okay. I'm kind of surprised Monday when we were doing the uh, famous birthdays and deaths, they didn't mention that Monday was the anniversary of Ronald Reagan's death. That is odd. Yeah, it was in 2000, yeah, 2004. Well, let's see here. What else do we have? It's nine, almost 9.51 here. Uh, I grabbed a different report, and, of course, the lead story is about the indictment of Donald Trump, so no need to hit that again. Uh, Alabama, the Supreme Court decision there, that's brought up again. Okay. The China-Cuba thing, right? China putting a facility in Cuba, which they're concerned about, could be, for the most part, a purpose to spy on us. That's the U.S., us. <laughs> Pat Robertson's passing. Boy, the, we all these we've done already. <laughs> Not a lot has happened since yesterday. <laughs> well, see, the Florida Panthers edged the... Vegas Golden Knights in overtime to win game three of the Stanley Cup final. And Oklahoma tops Florida State to win the Women's College World Series in their third NCAA college softball national championship in a row. That's pretty amazing. Three in a row. The Belmont Stakes. There's um, a little question about the air quality there in New York City. And so, um, is, you know, it's supposed to occur, what, tomorrow night at 7 p.m., I think. But there is a possibility that it could be postponed, delayed, whatever the term would be. And... Um, more than a day because of the air quality. We'll see. Um, and by the way, this would be the final leg of the horse racing's triple crown if it does happen tomorrow. Tony Awards are scheduled to take place this coming Sunday. They'll be aired on CBS, 8 p.m. And uh, they tell me I can go to a certain place and see all the predictions. But 
I didn't notice that until just now. But I'd rather see it live. Um, let's see here. The deepest collection of the best documentaries from around the world. If it feels like you've watched everything on Netflix, consider Curiosity's Dream. Never heard of it. Had you? No. Curiosity Stream is home to one thousands. No, one. I don't know how to say what they wrote. Anyway, a lot of documentaries. Topics include science, history, technology, nature, travel, and many more. Oh well. This sounds more like a ad than <laughs> a news story. Science and technology, they're studying astronauts' brains. I think we've had a little bit on this before. And it reveals cerebral ventricle, ventricles. P, no, T, ventricles. There, I got it. I used a P instead of a V. Ventricles, which are channels that allow nutrient delivery and waste removal and they expand during long periods of weightlessness, potentially impacting surrounding brain tissue. Wow. That should make all the astronauts feel real good. <clears throat> See, this other story we've had before, it says fat-like compounds discovered hundreds of feet below the Australian outbank suggest a previously unknown family of eukaryotes, eukaryotes, which are uh, organisms whose cells contain a nucleus. And they say these things date back to 1.6 billion years ago. All right, you science nuts, dig in. That's an interesting one. Okay. U.S. stock markets close higher in the last day or two. We'll just leave it at that. Um, let's see. General Motors to adopt Tesla charging standard. The GM electric vehicle owners can access Tesla charging network in 2024. I, I tell you, I know very little about these electric vehicles. I mean, there are places around Athens where you can plug them in. And, of course, um, I have a neighbor or two that plug them in at home, of course. Um, I just don't know much about it. I've never looked at the connectors or anything. But um, when you plug it in at one of these places like, um, oh, it seems like there's one behind Firestone. And it's not associated with Firestone. I think it's the auto dealer next door. I don't know. Whatever it is, I've seen it from the road. Do you pay for that? I have no clue. I don't either. I would assume you would. Yeah. At I least mean, pay. Like a parking meter, yeah, right? Yeah, like a couple bucks to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, so many things I have yet to learn. <laughs> 
Um, Let's see, we already did this it's about uh, the FBI director and President Joe Biden. Um, okay. Well, let's see here. Maybe a minute and a half or so left. AI isn't hallucinating. We are. This is an op-ed article. In Canada, the CBC, it says roughly 10,000 Canadians utilized the country's 2016 medical assistance in death law each year. Um, I don't, I didn't know anything about this. But evidently, Canada allows you to, if you're elderly or in some severe medical condition, um, end your life. Yeah, I've heard about I've known about this for a while. Well, I didn't. That's really weird. And, I mean, different. And I guess it makes sense if you choose... You know, it's not suicide, but you're struggling. It's like some people when uh, they have like the do not resuscitate yes. kind of stuff on them. And and I understand that. And once again, in our nation, that's permissible um, after a certain age, I think. Maybe, maybe it isn't restricted to age. I don't know. But folks, we are out of time. We want you to have a wonderful weekend. Let me uh, let me see if I can update this here in time. I don't think I can. I was going to tell you what the current temperature is. Oh well, I can't. Take care out there, and we'll see you Our on Monday. Third year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM nine seventy and ninety seven three FM. W-A-T-H.